Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation features lightweight construction that provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. I've been wearing their demi bra literally every day this week. It is so comfortable and looks great underneath all different styles of clothing. It's available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44. That's 43 sizes in 22 different styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com. You don't put those inside of you, do you? This is a show about women. I mean, you do? Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly veiled aspirational nightmare. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. Looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. (laughs) Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late-night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back, Happy Hour listeners. It's good to have you again this week. And you know what's even better? I got my incredible co-host, Michelle, back with me once again. It's great to be back for some girls chat with you, Becca. I'm so excited to finally get started. The Midwest girls, we're going to take on this thing. Oh, hell yeah. Well, and speaking of taking on by some Midwest girls, Michelle, I was lucky enough to see you this past week. You made a little surprise appearance during Bachelor Live on stage. And for everyone listening, I just have to say the crowd went wild. They literally lost their minds when Michelle came out on stage and it was so fun to see. It was a confidence booster. I don't know. I feel like Minnesotans are just so like you have that Minnesotan pride, right? But stepping out there and when they all were screaming, there were some girls in the front row crying tears. Oh, you got a standing ovation. (laughs) Did I really? I Uh was still getting used to like the lights like shining in my face. (laughs) I was like, wow, this is okay. This is different. But it was a lot of fun. It was so much fun. And it was so fun to just be with you and like see you in your element, right? Like, I think most of the time that I've spent with you has been in California and there's been so much going on like with your finale and with the happy hour photo shoot that it was fun to finally have us both back in our home state together to interact with the fans. It was such a fun time. Um, You know, if you're ever in any of the cities for another show, please come out because I would love to have you anytime. You know, uh, Nate and I may try to stop by one mm-hmm. of these next shows. So oh, we'll see yeah. what we can do. Oh, my gosh. And if Nate comes out, too, the girls go crazy. Like, the ladies always go crazy for the guys that come out on the stage, but it's, like, on a whole other level. 
Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, It's going to be such a fun episode today. We have some incredible guests coming on that y'all know and love. You saw them in paradise. They they broke up for a hot second, but now they are in love. They're living together. We very shortly will be bringing on both Abigail and Noah. But before that, Michelle, catch us up because you and Nate recently took a trip to Mexico and it looked incredible. But how was that? It was just so much fun to be able to spend time with each other. And I mean, before this trip took place, there was this moment that Nate and I were talking and we're like, when is the last time we actually spent time alone? Like with us two. Mm-hmm. And it's just from the finale, we introduced e- our, like each other to friends and, you know, other family. And then, you know, we we're going back and forth to seeing each other. So like every time I was in Austin, I was meeting more people. Every time he was in Minnesota, he was meeting my friends and mm-hmm. all these different things. And we got like a few months down the road and realized we have not spent like one minute with just us together. So mm-hmm. It was super nice to just be in the warm weather, to be able to, you know, how many pina coladas we drank to walk the beach, (laughs) all these different things. It was just, it was, it was the time that we needed to kind of get a little pep in our step in and feel connected. So it it was, it was awesome. We're already looking at planning another trip and, Mm -hmm. you know, really wanting to make sure we prioritize that. So it, I mean, it looked beautiful. I was living vicariously through your Instagram stories (laughs) and I want to know. So that's where you got engaged when you after you got engaged. Were you both able to stay there for a few days and just chill after the show? Or did you have to go back to Minnesota? And did he have to go home right after that? So we had a solid like 38 hours or something like that. So we mm-hmm. we spent another day together, but it was really, really quick because I flew mm-hmm. back and I went back to teaching. And so it was a quick transition, but um, it was just, you know, when you like reminisce and like walk down memory lane, even while we were doing a tour while we were there, it's just like all these different memories and moments that we had that we kind of got to relive. And it was, Mm -hmm. it was incredibly special. So, so yeah, I think that might be our like once a time, like, you know, our little anniversary spot Mm -hmm. once a year. I love that. Well, and it's probably so much more fun now that you can make your own memories and like truly make it your own and you're on your own schedule doing whatever you want. So I'm so glad you were able to get away and spend that time. When will you be seeing him next? Uh, He's actually driving to Minnesota. So he'll be driving to Minnesota. Him and Percy will next week. And so he'll stay here for quite some time and get to do the little Minnesota thing. Okay, so how are you holding up? So I got to see you while you were on on stage live. It was so cool to see you do your thing. Thomas Mm -hmm. behind the scenes. He is just like (laughs) the perfect, as you said, the perfect stage boyfriend. Is he traveling to all these different locations with you? So not all of them. He is bouncing back and forth. So of course, he still has to go home. He's still working full time in San Diego with the dog. So he'll try to come out at least every other week. This time was perfect because he was able to come to Minnesota, be with my family, spend some time with friends. And then he actually ended up extending his trip because because the people at the show, like my entire team and the crew love him. He's so helpful backstage. He literally will do 
anything we ask him to. So like he was there for rehearsals. He was our stand in bachelorette when we were practicing the first week with Andrew. He has been like moving props backstage, moving like the big boxes sometimes, like whatever we all need. He is there and he is just I feel like he's actually part of the show with us. He's like part of the team because everyone loves him. He's like a comedic relief. And so I selfishly I'm like, can you just stay the entire time and just, you know, live on the tour bus with me? But you know, he has his own obligations. So he'll be back and forth. He'll come out for some of the shows on the East Coast. Then um, we have a break when we hit the South um, in New Orleans. So he'll be at and then Luckily, I mean, we ended mostly in California um, and on the West Coast. So he'll be there for most of those shows with okay. the dogs. So, <laughs> yeah, it's it's always fun. Like when he makes a little guest appearance coming out on stage. Okay. But I have to tell you this with because him. It, I, this is I, I was talking to Nate about this on the phone because it is the cutest thing. And I've been able to spend more time with like you and Thomas over the past few weeks, but literally showed up to the live whatever to the live show had my bag like I had you know my makeup like a sweatshirt like those things in it and I left it in your dressing room and then afterwards Mm -hmm. I had been speaking about you know how we were gonna go grab food or this and that I was really hungry hadn't had dinner whatever it was and so I needed my bag still and Thomas brought it back to me and he walks in the door and he goes, I have your bag of like your makeup and everything. I also added some snacks. So you have a water, you have a banana. He oh. literally like packed me <laughs> snacks to go home with. And I'm like, Thomas is going He's to be such best. a good dad. And I was talking to Nate about this because oh, yeah. I was just like, he, I didn't ask him to. He just had heard that I was hungry and he mm-hmm. packed me snacks. He like packed me a little lunch. So I'm like, he's mm-hmm. a good one. He's a good one. He's a keeper. He, oh, he's going to be such an incredible father. And like, that's one thing. Like, that's one of the many reasons why I love him so much. He's so thoughtful for everyone else. That's why I'm like, how the hell was he a villain on the season? Because he truly, like, does not have a bad bone in his body. Like, he always takes care of everyone. And actually, let's throw it back to the photo shoot we had for Happy <laughs> Hour a couple weeks ago because. When Michelle was getting her photo, her photos taken, Thomas was actually FaceTiming Nate, like showing Nate the photos of Michelle, how she was working it, like working all the angles, how great she looked. And Nate was there and, and he was at the hotel working. He unfortunately couldn't be there with us that mo- morning. But Thomas wanted Nate to still feel included, like he was part of it with you. And so, he's yeah, he's sweetest. great. And, and I've only spent a little bit of time with Nate, but I feel like Nate is incredible, too. Just so kind, too. So I can't wait for when we're all together and have like a long time to spend and get to know one another because it's going to be so good. How the hell did we get such great guys, Michelle? I I don't know. It must be the, the <laughs> Minnesotan in us that just attracts them. The Minnesota you know? nice. Yeah. We um, <laughs> we're so lucky. <laughs> well, Nate is a lucky guy too for you, but um, no, it was so good seeing you. I can't wait to see you again. Um, but now we have your second official podcast interview to get into. I think it's just time we bring on another wonderful couple. Abigail and Noah will just be joining us shortly. And I can't wait to catch up with them because it's been a while and, and we haven't seen them since Paradise. So we have to get to know them a bit more what has been going on in their lives. So, Michelle, happy hour. Without further ado, let's hear from Abigail and Noah right now. Welcome to Bachelor Happy Hour, Abby and Noah. We have missed you so much. It's so good to finally have you both on here together. How have you been? 
Awesome. Abby, how have you been? I've been good. <laughs> good. You look good for all of our listeners who can't see. I mean, Abigail always looks stunning, of course. And Noah's here in his nurse scrub getup because I'm assuming you have to go to work right after this, right? No, I just got off. Oh, you just got off. Damn, you've been busy putting you on the clock. Mm. Can't let you sleep right now. Um, so to start this off, give us a little filler of what has been happening in your life. I mean, I obviously know you're in California now, but just fill us in on where you're at, any plans, all of the fun stuff. Uh, okay. First off, Michelle, nice to meet you. <laughs> uh, good to see you. Always a pleasure. Um, so let's see. We're finally not long distance. Abby and I were doing long distance flying to see each other every week, every other week, pretty much after the show. So that's good. Um, we were in Oklahoma for a while and just kind of traveling around, having fun. I started, uh, nursing again cause I'm did nursing before the show. And then after, you know, I got back into it. So I've been doing that. I'm doing a contract out in, um, California. So I do travel nursing. So in California, living in Huntington beach, Abby's out here now and you can fill in anything else. Well, I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, we're on a Huntington right now. Noah's been working a lot, so we're kind of on opposite schedules because he works night shifts. So when he has, like, four shifts in a row, we don't really get to see each other that much. <laughs> yeah. so. <laughs> so, Abigail, how is it with, like, the adjustment going from New York now to Huntington Beach? I actually really like, I was joking the other day, I was like, it's just so nice having a car again. Like I went to Trader Joe's and I came home and like the luxury of being able to like just carry my groceries like five feet from the car to the kitchen. Because in New York, I would have to walk a couple blocks and then walk up like the five story walk up. So it's the small things like that that make me happy that I made the move. But um, <laughs> it hasn't been like a huge like adjustment where I'm like, Oh, like, what do I do kind of thing? So it's been going well. And it's always 60 or 70. Yeah, so I can't complain. Yeah. Oh, I know. Well, so I'm sure some of our listeners know, but back in October, you two came to stay with us with at Thomas's house in San Diego. And we were trying to convince you at that point to just move to California because the more the merrier out there for us. So I'm glad that you finally landed on the West Coast for a while. Um and we'll get into like future plans in a bit, but do you think you'd ever stay longer and extend your nursing contract, Noah? Um, I mean, I, the nice thing about Abby and I is both of us uh, can work kind of wherever and whenever, you know, nursing is not really a shortage of nurse needs. Um, I love California, so where I normally work. So I could definitely see that. Hopefully not working as much I got a little ambitious. Let's just say that. I got a little ambitious <laughs> off the hospital right after. I wanted to make sure I still knew how to start IVs and work in the ICU and stuff. But now that I remember, I still got it. Um, I'll probably slow down a bit, but I'll still, um, I could definitely still see myself staying out here longer. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. okay, so knowing <laughs> long distance, right? I'm Nate and I are currently in long distance. How did you guys do? Like, what was the hardest part for you both with doing long distance? Because I know there's times where it's like you feel like you're getting the hang of it, and then there's times where you're like this is really difficult. 
Yeah. I mean, long distance isn't fun, but I feel like it wasn't, um, it wasn't the worst thing because I think we always kind of had like an end goal, kind of like an end date. We kind of had an idea that my lease was ending in March. So we always kind of had that to look forward to when we were doing long distance. So it wasn't like, oh, are we going to be doing this for a year or two years? Kind of that looming of how long are we going to be doing this for? So um, it wasn't that bad. I mean, honestly, I missed you like when we were doing long distance. But... Well, the first, the first thing is for long distance, you got to find somebody that, uh is worth it so you and nate you're like okay well this person's worth it so, yeah no. right. starting Even point long mm -hmm. sucks uh especially somebody like me i like to always do like random dates or just i like to be with the person uh, i don't really care to talk on the phone all day every day you know so that's a little different for me but yeah first was finding somebody that's worth it and then second we both put quite a bit of effort in doubling down on communication. You know, like sometimes I'm not on my phone for half the day. So I'm like, okay, I can't do that. I gotta like, you know, take the time out to randomly call each other. Or, you know, what are you doing later? Let's, let's talk or, you know, uh, we also flew a lot. We did a lot mm -hmm. of flights. Um, I wasn't doing nursing yeah. at the time, so I had more freedom, but we, every other week pretty much plan to see see each other somewhere mm -hmm. okay <laughs> let me ask you this because obviously you re and we'll get into like everything after paradise but you rekindled during that weird time between filming had finished it hadn't started airing yet or it was in the midst of airing where you can't be public and people can't know that you're together so long distance is hard enough add in that extra factor that no one can know that you're together. No one can really see you traveling from place to place. What was that like? Did you go and meet like in secret locations? How did you make that work? Um, I mean, Tulsa in itself is pretty small. It's pretty easy. I made sure there was sworn secrecy. Yeah. There were a couple chumps that blew her cover, but I locked down the city before she came. <laughs> I do a lot of like, I still have a lot of friends and family that have land that we can ride four wheelers and do fun stuff you know um and then like i'll go pick up food or she'll pick up food but we're going to like friends houses um mm -hmm. also wasn't bad but we also went out to oregon yeah it was a it was like a big operation but his car has like tinted windows so like i would be sitting in the car like outside busy restaurant he would like run in and i would like see some faces like recognize him and little did they know i was literally in the car right outside oh yeah i got mm -hmm. i got um mm -hmm. before she came well at first i used my little brother's car because we both have four runners he has super black tint so they couldn't see us then next time she came i got my car's like blacked out tint so nobody can see in. I was like, if I get a ticket, I get a ticket, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it was a whole lot. So we never got caught. We never got, well, we got spotted the weekend right before the finale. But for the most part, we didn't get caught. Yeah. We had a little, a few secret missions, a few like, um, we did, there were people that messaged me a couple times after her after that were like, hey, we saw you. Um, we didn't want to say anything. And I basically said like, 
I'll babysit your kids if you don't tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we're cool. Yeah. So, uh, so that was, oh my added, yeah, that was an added layer, but still, like she said earlier, like our end goal, I was like, okay, I like where this is going. I feel like everyone is just so happy to see that you two were back together and that you two rekindled that. I know I was mm-hmm. excited. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it sounds like you you went through like to every point to keep it secretive, which honestly that could be kind of fun too. It was fun. It, that, yeah. What we kept saying is like some of the stories are really funny and like funny to look back on. Um, because obviously I'm not going to do that ever again in my life. Like have to hide. <laughs> but it was a fun little like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we definitely had to get creative too, which is mm-hmm. fun. Did you ever get to the point where you put on disguises? We never got to. I wanted to. I wanted to do the wigs. <laughs> I changed my facial hair. Never got to that point. Oh my goodness! That I feel is like one thing that I wanted to do so bad with me. Like, let's just put it. on disguises, <laughs> wigs. I but you can't disguise somebody's height, you know, when it yeah. comes down to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very true. That'd be tricky. Well, and, and Michelle, I want to ask you this, too. I'm going to ask Abigail and Noah, but because we had that time, we've all lived through it where we couldn't be in public for the first couple of months. We really had to just sit in our homes and get to know one another. Do you ultimately feel like that made you all a stronger couple coming out of it? Yes, honestly, it really did. Just because, you know, when you're on the show, like you do get to know somebody very quickly. But I felt like in the time that Nate and I were off the show and the show was actually airing on TV, like that chunk of time, I feel like I got to know that man like times 10 compared Mm -hmm. to what I knew about him on the show. Just because, I mean, it is just you two, you know, when you're going to happy couple weekends or when you're talking, you're allowed to like text and phone call and FaceTime. And so it's like you have that quality time where you still don't have all these outside distractions because the world can't know and you get to know each other. So, yeah, we got we definitely got to know each other a ton, (laughs) a ton. What did you say? Mm -hmm. A lot of time at home. A lot of time. Yeah. Yes. But did you guys ever do like... um? uh we did like movie nights we were like okay like let's watch a tv show tonight even when we're not together when we're long distance, long distance and we would watch like, that, a movie and... that a lot mm-hmm. and like i'd be yeah. trouble if i watched two episodes without her dick oh, move on my yeah, of course <laughs> how dare <laughs> you like <laughs> that or like if, yeah it's like i had to watch it together uh right off the show though when i went to oregon um we went to one of her um grandparent cabins and it was like in the mountains super secluded and i pretty much had the idea in my head that okay we're going to spend a lot of time with each other we're not going to really have cell phone service could be awkward after the show no idea but like this is going to make it break it for me like that's what i was thinking i don't know what she was like that's what i was thinking i'm like it's either going to work or not work after this week because you know this is kind of mm-hmm. only that thing what if we hate each other or maybe she's really cool when the cameras are off. I don't know, you know. Uh, so that was and like, lo and behold, she was really cool. cool. I'll, I'll her. Yeah, that's cool. No, it, but it did. It was like uh, similar to the show where there's no distractions, um, which was cool. But I also think too, like but the show is kind um, the biggest thing too was we had to navigate a lot of first, you know, even when the show was airing. I'm just, it was really weird to watch it back and have everyone's like opinions of our relationship and trying to navigate that and um 
also just kind of becoming more self-aware of like, okay, I handled that really badly and so forth. And so just kind of navigating all those first, I think, kind of forced us to have a lot of conversations in the first few months of dating that a lot of people usually don't mm-hmm. have until maybe later. So I think it definitely accelerated things even after. Well, and and the show is interesting because, yes, it is there are certain things in place that help you get to know somebody faster, right? And you have a full team there asking you the right questions, directing you in certain conversations at times. But it's so different when you get off of the show and you do have that uninterrupted alone time with like no one butting in and being like, how are you feeling? Like talk through this scenario where like no one's navigating your thoughts and your questions where it's just totally you and the other person and like noah said it could be make or break it could be great or it could you know bomb real fast and so i'm glad that i mean and it's been so fun to see you both grow now in your relationship but even what i love too is you guys have so many fun throwback pictures and videos that you're still posting of like that time when you truly were just getting to know one another seeing how this relationship could work that i think all of your followers love to see but i want to know Let's take it back to paradise really quick. And like, you know, we were all there. Besides Michelle, we were all there together. So we knew how things ended right at that prom night when you left and, um, you know, went your separate ways for a little bit. How long after that did you wait to start talking again and sort of rekindle your relationship? Becca wants the tea. <laughs> I want the tea, <laughs> Noah. Um, I'm pretty sure I texted her a neutral platonic text hope you're well on the way to the airport oh my god you did not just send a <laughs> i hope you're well message no it was a check it was a check it was uh like yeah i'm sorry how that turned out it, it i had my own reasons it still probably came off as a dick move but um obviously i still care for you it was like I tried it to was keep like, it. Yeah, I really couldn't yeah. tell what he was trying to achieve like, with the text. It really was neutral. It wasn't like, I want to get back together with you, but it also wasn't like, goodbye forever. Yeah. I feel like Noah and I were the same. I sent the text to Thomas in the airport, probably a little bit more wordy, but I was like, I still want to leave the door open, but I don't want to make him feel uncomfortable or like disrespected for how things ended. So I kind of just left the ball in his court, but... But uh, I knew it wasn't over. I mean, you saw on the show, it wasn't like an easy... Once I came to that decision, here's what I'm going to do. It wasn't an easy thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously still cared for her. Uh, and I'm not that mean of a guy. So it was kind of like all of those things into one. But I was like, I can't like hit on her. That's really messed up for me to break up with her. And then <laughs> eight hours later, hit on her. But I'm also not like saying... That was great. Peace out. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like a neutral. Then I was I think in I Utah. Told you all right after that. Yeah, she sent like, some. Uh, yeah, the first like fifteen texts were super sassy, yeah. like whatever. And I'm like, okay, as I'm they should be. Good I'm job, like, yeah, Abigail. We'll <laughs> okay. Whatever, we're gonna get this out. Um, and we talked, and I was in Utah, not working, like just golfing, riding my motorcycle, chilling. I was with Chris actually, <laughs> who just got destroyed. Four guys so we're both you know going through heartbreak together and uh you know abigail's still in my mind so we talked and then decided all right no more this isn't good for us and then i facetimed her like i said i need time to think or whatever i said and then i facetimed her like two days later so 
I didn't last that long. Um, mm-hmm. And then she was done being sassy. She sweetened up a little bit. And I was like, okay, <laughs> all right, all right. Let's see what we got here. Abigail, did you have any inkling after that breakup in those next couple of days that he like was still yearning for you, that he'd reach out, that there was still something there? Did you think the door was closed? Um, so when he sent me that text, yes, I thought the door was still closed just because it was a very neutral kind of apologetic text where I kind of just need my closure. Um, but then I think we, I was like sassy for a few texts and then we hopped on a phone call and just, I think we talked for a couple hours that night and I was like, it was almost too friendly where I felt like the door had to still been open at that point because we were still kind of flirting and, um, it kind of just was like, it was back to normal. So after that phone call, I think I was kind of like, I think the door is still open, but it was a lot that we went through. I think, you know, when you come back from filming, it's a huge adjustment. I mean, I left for, I think, less than a month. And like what happened in that time span, I was like, I literally met someone, fell in love, got broken up with, and now I'm back home. In an 80s prom dress. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I was just just back to life. trying to like tell my friends like what happened they were just like we all that happened in like three weeks and it's just mm-hmm. it's a huge adjustment but no i think I at, what, at what point did you guys decide like was it abigail that you're like okay let's try this again or no were you like let's try this again or was it just like a feeling that you knew did you um, have a conversation a specific conversation about it i think we were like when we were still in the separate locations i think we were like well um let's get in like let's meet up in person and like talk about it and like really see you know is the connection still there or was it because of the show because like becca says sometimes you know on the show you're kind of forced out of those conversations and so i think we were trying to figure out okay was our connection there because of the show did we kind of bond just because we had that in common how much more do we actually have in common um let's actually meet up in person and so he flew out to oregon and i mean it was just it wasn't awkward at all. I mean, it felt like, I don't know. Just... No, well, I knew that we would, like, from the start, we got along, and it was, like, easy and goofy and fun. Like, I knew that wouldn't be a problem. I was like, she'll probably hate me and be weird, but I might cook dinner or something, maybe, like, smooth it out, and then we'll get to talking. <laughs> and right? So I don't know if that actually happened, but um, I was thinking, like, if we can – move past all this and it's not like something that like you broke up with me well you made me do this like this back and forth and we can like move on from what happened and see if there's still a connection and still dive deeper then like there's no reason for me personally i don't know what she was thinking but there's no reason for me to not uh you know keep going with what this is because there's a lot of good potential there right then once those things were done i was like oh we're like this is, this is good. This is easy, fun, and mm-hmm. now we move at our own pace. Yeah. And I, I will say, because I've, you know, done the show a few times and I've done it twice, leaving it engaged. <laughs> I did it once being like, I'm not going to leave with anybody. Obviously, we saw me break up with Thomas on Paradise, but I will say there is something about the breakup, but like the rekindling story and forming a relationship without the pressure of the show to really see are we a fit for one another away from the cameras, away from the producers, away from, you know, 
the glitz and the glam of the show. And I will say, I personally, just speaking from experience, thinks it, I think it makes relationships stronger. I mean, and we've seen it with you. We've now seen it with Clayton and Susie. We've seen it in the past with like, um, Astrid and Kevin, they broke up in paradise and got together and now they're getting married and they have a baby. So it's like, I think everyone, you know, moves at their own pace. They have to take the show as they will, whether they want to get engaged or not. But I think you did what was best for both of you because, mm-hmm. and, and I want Abigail to speak on this because I know you were really, um, maybe I want to say more so in your head about all of the cameras. You know, you felt like very, like you had no privacy. You felt very confined with all the cameras constantly in you. It was a very tough environment for you to fully open up to Noah. What was that like? I mean, I was the worst. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think just the thing for me was, well, the biggest thing was I always had in the back of my mind that my family's watching the show. And so it's hard to fully open up to somebody about, you know, kind of private things when I know my mom, my dad, my grandparents are watching it. It's just not the best feeling. And so when the cameras came around, I kind of felt like, oh, my parents are coming around sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing too was for me, I really do move at my own pace. It takes a lot for me to kind of gather my thoughts and say, okay, this is what I want to say to him. Um, build up that courage and I'm ready. I'm like, okay, I built up all this courage. I'm ready to like talk about how I'm feeling. And then I would go up to him and then something else would be happening on the beach. So they say, okay, you can't have this conversation right now. You need to wait. And I'll get so frustrated because I'm just like, well, I want to talk to him now. Like, I could have, I don't know, a different feeling later or so forth. Mm-hmm. So I just, I just could never get my timing right. Yeah, it was, it was not fun. Mm-hmm. It was tough. And I will say that last day, like prom, the I just remember watching the cameras run back and forth after you. And I was like, this girl has no alone time. Like everyone, she's going in the bathroom crying. Like she's not alone. And it was so much I'm sure to take in, especially going through yeah. the breakup. That was the worst because he got pulled for a while. And like, I knew something was going on. Cause you know, you can just kind of tell like in those events, like the mood changes, a lot mm-hmm. of the cameraman gone. Like you just don't know what's going on. And they started following me, like, to the bathroom, to the bar, and stuff. And I was like, oh, God, like, something something's happening. And I don't know what. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I just prom. That was, like, a long, like, four hours before, like, the actual mm-hmm. workshop. Meanwhile, it's really just me and Thomas doing dirty dancing on the dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was such a long night for all of our listeners. Prom... I mean, we probably got there, what, at, like, 10 p.m., and it la- I don't think we made it back to, like, 4 a.m. the next day. Time's not real. Yeah. It was such a... Yeah. And then I was pissed at Noah. I was like, he had to break up with her right now? Like, let us go home and sleep? Come on, man. Man, Noah. <laughs> Listen, I was, once I was... Once I was like, this is what I'm doing, that's kind of how I am. I'm, like, all in, all out. I'm like, I'm not going to sit there, and I'm like, if I make a decision on something, this is what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And that's not just with relationships. That's that's in general. So I was like, I'm either I don't want to stream this out. It doesn't help anybody. I want to have this yeah. conversation and go home, mm-hmm. in my own bed, and drink water. That's what I. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh man, I feel like everybody has like when 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 someone says the word prom, like people either have this <laughs> wonderful like reaction or like I feel like the majority of people have, are like ugh. Sucks. Like I didn't go. I didn't get asked. Something I got broken up with. It was dramatic. Like it. 
I don't know about prom. Because I remember they were asking me, like, during a couple of the interviews before we left, they were like, so, like, what's your experience with prom? Like, do you like it? Do you not? And I was like, well, actually, my only prom experience was I got, I got stuck in an elevator for, like, three hours, and I missed basically the whole prom. And so I'm going on about that. I'm like, oh, wait, no. so this going to be so much better. I'm going to die. I'm falling in love with it. It's going to be so much fun. I'm ready. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God, Noah, you know, I knew something was off that day because and I think I actually talked about this on the podcast a while ago, but before we all like went into the room where there was the stage and the music and everything, you know how they like kept us in the holding room and one of the producers was like, okay, does anyone want to listen to some music on her cell phone? And she would play just like her cell phone for everyone to sing and dance. We started playing a song by Robin and Noah, you are usually so energetic, so wild, the life of the party. And you just kind of sat there in the corner and I was like, and I remember seeing you being like, oh shit, something's about to happen tonight. This is not good. That's why I told Thomas, I was like, let's just go make out outside. I don't want to deal with any of this other stuff right now. <laughs> oh. oh, funny that you bring up that making out at like key points, Becca. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Michelle. She made out at, after the final throw. We did not. In the back. Okay, we did not. No, the camera was at that angle. Usually it's like straight onto you too. And, and you want to know what I said? Because it was when you were it's talking okay. to you were doing <laughs> you were talking to Brandon about the breakup. And I and I told Thomas, I was like, never do this to me. And then we started kissing. And then yeah, I'm so sorry. No, I no, honestly, it really lightened the moment. I just I just didn't want to let this moment slide to know that like it, it is you and Thomas's thing. When things get awkward, hey, I just like to make out. Make out. Some people like public places, some people like, you know, whatever. Yours is like in conflict. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't want to talk. I just want to do something else to get my mind off of it. But yeah. Um, okay, so overall, you know, you did what you did in the moment for Paradise. Do either one of you have any regrets at all for your time on the beach or anything that you would have done differently? Uh, I feel like if I'd have known we were going to get back together, I would have at least got a ring out of the deal and rock, <laughs> but that's about it. <laughs> hey, you know, Neil Lane is still okay. around. It's never too late, Noah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. No, I mean, obviously, hindsight's twenty twenty for everything. It's the same with when I was like a little gremlin on The Bachelorette. Everyone's like, do you regret it? Do you regret it? And I was like, I mean, I don't regret anything that I did there in the moment with what I was feeling, with what was going on. But I could have definitely been smoother around the edges for multiple instances. So, but I, I wouldn't see, you know, paradise or anything as a regret. I'm just mm -hmm. like, I probably could have handled that a little better looking back. Yeah. We all could have. Not you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think watching it back, it's, you know, watching it back after we got back together, I think I did kind of catch myself feeling like, oh, I wish I could, would have just, like, embraced kind of the process more and really just been more vulnerable with him from the get-go. But I also think, too, in, like, hindsight, it's like part of our love story. Like, I think it's as weird and the ups and downs we had with it, I think ultimately it got to where we are today. So... 
I love it. Well, it seems like you guys are stronger now than ever. I do want to know. Um, I mean, we we touched on you both are living together now in California, and your stint Noah is up, you know, in a few weeks. But after that, do you plan to still live together, or are you going to go back to Oklahoma, Abigail? Will you go back to Oregon, or what? What does the future look like for you two? Um, I think it's not as far as May in terms June. of our yeah, June, June, June. June with our okay. plans. We are in a predicament where we have a lot of options, which is not a bad place to be. <laughs> so I'm not mad about that. Um, mm-hmm. But nothing's solidified. Obviously, regardless, I'm gonna we're gonna try to be in the same location or as mm-hmm. close to each other as we can. So working around that, but there's still. Um, a few different moving pieces. Okay. I have one more question about you guys living together because this is one thing that, you know, Nate and I may be approaching, but Abigail and Noah, what is one thing that you've learned about each other? Like, what's the biggest thing that you've learned about each other since moving in? Like, is there something weird? Like, does Noah do something really odd or like no, does yeah, Abigail no, have like really weird things? Okay, so I'll say two things. One, <laughs> no, they're not saying. One is we definitely have our differences. Um, like she said, she likes to get her what she wants to say in a bullet point format probably an excel spreadsheet of how she wants to say it Mm -hmm. um time frame everything like that get the courage say it i'm like no let's just talk let's just do it right now let's say it right now Mm -hmm. we're we're, let's just talk about it whatever i'm like let's do it boom we're done whereas she likes more concise you know way of going about it i'm like even if i don't know exactly what i want to say i know we want to say something so let's just talk Right. Um, so we definitely have our differences with that. And it still completely makes no sense to me, and I hope any guys listening to this, that girls apparently put hair on the shower I knew instead of just <laughs> throwing it away. Doesn't it's make sense. You don't want the hair to go on the drain, so you put it mm-hmm. on the wall. No, 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 I don't care you guys justify the fact that I hair sticks up there okay, for... Well, your hair is also getting all over the bathroom at this point. Yeah, no, your hair is almost as long as Abby's now. <laughs> I just, it, I've never even seen like that. So I want to know that that is a thing that all girls do. I'll counter and say, I don't understand why guys shave their beards or their mustaches over the sink. And, and they I leave it in the sink. In the sink. It's because, and yes. I can answer this for men. It's because, first off, I've tried. I bought a, a shaver that has a vacuum in it. It works pretty well. But, something to invest in. But, um, <laughs> swipe up. Uh, the other thing is you start to shave and then next thing you know there's a hundred pieces of hair and you're like I'll get 80 the other 20 I'm not going on a scavenger hunt so I'll Only 100, huh? thing, <laughs> down, I'm like that's good plus great thing for hair being on my side of the sink is it's my side of the sink so that's fantastic for your side of the sink that's clean great that's how guys think Abigail I have to 
I'm on Abigail's side. I like Thomas will get it out of the sink, but then there's sprinkles of hair. Thomas. <laughs> but then there's sprinkles of hair all around the side of the sink. I'm like, why didn't you just brush that shit in and wash it all down? We try. Okay. So should you think? <laughs> Wait, I need to ask. Okay, when we were all together in San Diego, Noah, you had a big issue with Abigail's like her makeup blotter, her sponge. Oh, the has she been getting the new blotter. ones? Beauty blender. The blender. The beauty blender. <laughs> That actually was pretty. Okay, funny. I need to. I don't know if you guys do this either. Fill me, like, fill me in, because I'm very lost. Right, so I, I can work, guess. But... Right, I work in the ICU, trauma, surgical. I see <laughs> nasty, gnarly stuff all the time. Not bothered by tears. I smelled something funky. I was and like, it was a, <laughs> no, it was a stink, and I'm like, okay, there's no black mold in this house. Like, what is going on? I'm like, maybe Thomas <laughs> do renovations. And there's some sort of something that went wrong. I don't know. So I'm like, there's no. a dead mouse in the wall, in the corner of the room. So I walk over there and find this beauty blender that I've seen her use a million times. Death. <laughs> this thing. I'm like, there's no way she uses this every time. That's because she got used to it. She burned all the spices <laughs> in her nose. It was disgusting, and I like lost it. So I'm like, there's no way you put this on your face. Girls, well, and then it was funny. Like good complexion, you guys have all your your hundred different creams and everything to look gorgeous. But then you're blotting it on with <laughs> with like a rotten a rotten piece of well, like cream cheese. That's what my face smells like. And he was like, he put it together that that was like the beauty blender. I just thought that was her scent for <laughs> like a week. I was like, oh, <laughs> her own like her own, you know, natural scent. We all have our own natural one. I just. That's just oh, no. maybe I'm in the wrong. I don't know. But then I smelled that thing. I'm like, no, we're doing this. I feel like I did wash it. I Abigail, that thing out forever. Abigail should get sponsored by Beauty Blender now, just to get them, you know, I don't know how they in the cycle, uh, fresh ones. <laughs> oh, I just remember that you asked me. You're like, Becca, do you use one, and how often do you like clean it? And I don't I, use I, one. I was, I was befuddled. I was, I, I was <laughs> awestruck. Right? Oh, so good. That um, is so funny. Okay. I want to, I want to ask one more question about California because recently we saw something, some beef, I will say some beef on Instagram between you and a Mr. Blake Moines. <laughs> and it seems like all of, oh, all of your Bachelor chump. Nation boys chimed in. Give us the background on that. Canadians, man. Well, I was asleep because I was going into shift and I'd gotten off or whatever. So Abby was going to the beach to meet up with um, a few people. And I'm friends with Blake. So I saw a picture and I actually screenshotted it and zoomed in on his hand and I was going to send it to him and be like, send me your address. Like I was going to go through that. I, was, I got busy and I'm like, whatever. Then I see him post it. I'm like, oh, here we go. Can't wait for all this. Yeah, only mm-hmm. only at that, like my name, no caption, pretty funny, not gonna lie. But I was like, here we go. Here's the people that are gonna die. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he actually texted me too and was like, hey, I just want you to know I'm joking. And I was like, gonna try to act mad, but I was like, oh, okay, well, 
It's so funny, though, because all of Bachelor Nation gets so hyped around that. And we all know it's a joke, right? Like, we know how people act and if you're friends with somebody. But sometimes the fans take it too far. And I'm sure everyone was like, oh, my God, Noah and Abigail broke up. She's now seeing Blake. Like, what was the reaction in your DMs? That would be a pretty wild way to announce that we broke up. The reaction, I had DMs that were like... um, Hey King, let me know where we can take Blake out, or let me know if we can slash his tires, like funny stuff like that. But nothing. I don't think you know. Listen, I'll throw one more jab at Blake. If Abby wanted to downgrade, then that's fine. You know, that's her choice. No, no, I love Blake. I thought it was funny. Um, If that you're going to get him back at one point. If I'm, yeah, I know, made a little Instagram post that was like, oh yeah, cute beach picture, but. She's putting my hair in a bun, and I'm unplugging her uh, her battery to like have fun. But no actual beat. I was like, I want to be excluded from this area. Yeah, you guys. Yeah, I will say meeting the Bachelor Nation. You know how crazy the fans get. There's something tempting about it. Just sprinkling a little drama, (laughs) messing with them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Trying to block out. But it does creep around every now and then. Just stir the pot a little bit. (laughs) And poor Abigail is in the midst of all of this all the time. She's the sweetest person ever. (laughs) I literally talk about the like one too many times. We were in hiding. We like wanted to like sprinkle here and there. I was like, don't do it. I'm not going to with you on this. Yeah. Um, okay, well, Abigail, speaking of you and fun things on social media, I don't know how you get yourself into these positions all the time, but a while back, you did a live Instagram with some of your <laughs> girlfriends from your season, and you were actually crashed by a surprise guest. It showed up that it was supposed to be Serena P, right? But it was actually a flasher? It was supposed to be Serena C. And to I don't see. Know what happened, but I guess we weren't the first people that he had done it to. He did it to another influencer a few weeks ago because <laughs> there must be a way you can change the name or something. Mm-hmm. And so, granted, Chelsea and I were like joking a little <laughs> bit, so like our judgment wasn't all there. She let this person in, and I'm still traumatized. Like, it. I heard it brought like, it after the fact that a helicopter man yeah, helped him in chat. Yeah. And I was just like, I don't know how many people we had on the live, but like so many people were on. I was just like, those poor people. But The reaction was so funny from you girls, though. Um, <laughs> I know, she actually just messaged me. She was like, do you want to do another live next week? Like, it's been a while. And I was like, I think I need more time. Like, after that live. I, was, I still haven't recovered. <laughs> Wait, what did you even do? Because I remember um, hearing about this, but we what did you even do? Yeah, Chelsea, because I think it's only the person that um, hosts the live can control who comes in and who goes out. And we were like, Chelsea, get him off, get mm-hmm. him off. And I mean, we were stunned for like the first, I think I was just like, draws down like the first five seconds. And then we were like, Chelsea, get him off. So I think he was on there for like 15 or 20 seconds. Now that way. guy, oh, okay. we'll try to find that guy, Blake. <laughs> I love Blake, so I won't come after him. But that guy, I am going to find. (laughs) (laughs) Are we good to jump into the game? Yeah, I always play games here. I'm actually really excited for this because 
I feel like you guys are going to have good answers. We might get a little juice on both of you. So, okay. So we're going to give you a prompt mm-hmm. about your significant other and you have to finish this sentence. Okay. So no, well, we're going to start with you. Are you ready? Shocker. <laughs> get it ready because you know, Abigail, she's got to get her bullet points ready. Right. Like you said, we're giving her time. Okay. All right. Here we go. What is one word to describe Abigail? Quick. Beautiful. Oh, so simple. So simple. I love this. So, Abby, you're up. What is something quirky that Noah does? Uh, Brushes his mustache. No, I don't. I don't even do that. I just saw the mustache. So it's person. (laughs) All right. Noah, what is the best thing that Abigail cooks? This one's not quick because she just started getting into cooking, like, hardcore. I'd say the best thing is Trader Joe's. <laughs> no, she relationship. No, she does she's trying a lot of recipes. Best thing I'd say is like this. Not rapid fire. Yeah, yeah, I'm stumbling. She does like this vegetable medley with salmon that's bomb. Oh, like a stir fry? Yeah, yeah. Mm, sounds good. Okay, Abigail, what is something that always makes you think oh, of Noah? Something that always makes me think of Noah. I don't get it, rapid fire. Wow. <laughs> 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 um, that always makes me think of Space Noah. right now. Why is this so? That's what the I hair's on the sink. <laughs> the beard hair's on the something sink. Something that always makes me think of Noah. This is getting really awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do all this. is what he needs for like, I need like structure, like time to think out what I'm going to say because I just am like a deer at the headlights. <laughs> we'll give you some time to think. We'll leave it on to know what's next time. Okay. <laughs> okay. Mustache count fantastic. All right. Noah, uh, wh- Abigail looks the most beautiful when. I feel like you're getting easier ones. Oh, I think just fresh out of bed, cozy sweats, a hoodie. That's a good answer. That's a good answer. I love that. (laughs) It's like the song, like, sweatpants, hair tied, chilling with no makeup on. That's when you're the prettiest. I hope that you don't take it wrong. This should be for all the the guys (laughs) out there. If she's pretty in the morning, take note of that. Got it down. Okay. Oh, God. I don't want to ask Thomas what he thinks I look like in the morning shit. <laughs> okay, Abigail. The theme song to Noah's Life so is time? what? Theme song. The theme, theme song to Noah's Life. Theme song. Oh, theme song to Noah's Life. Tips don't lie. Ooh. <laughs> the milkshake song. Things on to your life. I feel like happy days is like coming to my mind. I don't know why. I don't even watch the show, but just like a happy like I'll like be like trying to do something serious, and he's just like happy go lucky all the time. <laughs> yes. That's not yeah. Okay. I love that. Happy day. <laughs> All right, Noah, <laughs> what is the easiest way to make Abigail laugh? 
Anything. <laughs> um, easiest way. We have a lot of weird jokes that, like, I don't know. You can't really explain. Yeah, like the why. Yada. There's like a lot of weird ones that if I tried to explain them, you're I like, that's like, not really funny. But inside jokes. Yeah, it's, it's inside jokes. Inside yeah. jokes. Okay. Yeah. Okay, we got you. That's understandable. Oh, that's Great. cute. That's cute. I love that. Okay. Abigail, what is Noah's best physical feature? His mustache. That's not. I uh, knew I was going to wait for it. I was going to wait to see. You only recently liked it. No, I've always liked it. Yeah, try again now. Oh, is I it scratchy no, when he is kisses soft. you? You tired? <laughs> Condition. Some beard oil in that baby. Okay, so the mustache, but if we're going to get checking about your eyes. Oh, okay. Thanks. Hmm. Oh, what color lovely. eyes does Noah have? I don't even know. What color <laughs> eyes does Noah have? They're like it's a bloodshot is what they. They're like sometimes green, sometimes. Yeah, they change a lot, actually. They're not really blue. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Abigail, you are most grateful for Noah because oh, why? Where do I start? Um, I feel like I'm most grateful of how patient he is because um, I don't know. It takes a lot, I think, sometimes to pull stuff out of me, conversations and whatnot. And he's very patient. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like it. I like it. Mm-hmm. All right. It's good Noah, quality. What is the thing that you look the most forward to with the future with Abigail? Um... I think quite a few rental properties, some land, and a sailboat in the Caribbean. No sailboat. Ooh. I think just being able to land for a while. Um, but I don't know. I think just being more, you know, a little bit more established with, you know, career and finances um, and being able to do more of what we want and travel more. I mean, I, I actually, the easy answer is everything. Mm-hmm. That's the easy answer. But yeah, just a little bit, a little bit more established. Yeah. Just- and the life that comes with that. I love that. Okay. Before we let you go, no, I'm sure you're very exhausted after working and now talking for an hour with us. So we're going to just ask you all, Michelle, you're included in this. Um, we are going to get to the rose and the thorn. So basically throughout the past week, what was your highlight and low light? So I'll start it off just to make it easy. My rose is going to be being on tour for the first week and being able to see the country and just see fans and get Bachelor Live on stage up and running again. It's been such an absolute blast. My thorn is probably the fact that I think I broke a toe and my feet kill me every night, but that's okay because the show must go on. And that's that. Broken toe, huh? Yeah, it's weird. I'll take this one next. Thomas's little fetishes I heard about. (laughs) (laughs) How he washes my feet every night. (laughs) Is that where the broken toe came in? (laughs) (laughs) No, my feet just hurt so Um, bad. I make him wash my feet every night. Broken toe, right? (laughs) Yeah, always. Oh, I hate when my feet are dirty. That's like my thing. I can't have dirty feet. Okay, Michelle, your rose and thorn. You're um, up, girl. My rose would probably be 
definitely would be going to Mexico back where Nate and I got engaged. We got to spend a little time together. It was really cool. It was really weird showing up there at first because it's like you tap back into that show anxiety, you know, walking through where you had like the rose ceremonies and things. But once we got settled mm -hmm. in, it was just so much fun. The thorn would be coming back to Minnesota where it is. I'm, I'm currently looking out my window right now and it is like flurries snowing. It's cold, cold and it's March, mm -hmm. so not jealous of that. <laughs> hey, hey, got a ways yep. to go. Hanging on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Abigail and Noah, what is your rose and thorn? Um, I would say my rose is well. We get a long weekend together, so it's more like looking forward to the long weekend because he has it off. <laughs> And then my thorn would be you talking about all my insecurities. <laughs> 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 never say beauty never say blender. beauty blender around <laughs> Abigail again. Beauty blender oh, queen over here. Uh, my rose is gonna be so with uh, whatever my job, I stack my schedule, so I'll work just a ton of hours in a row. And then, you know, the time off, I have a good amount of time off. So that's going to be both of them. You know, we got some upcoming fun little mm -hmm. day trips kind of thing. Um, and I'm not working. More time with Abby. You get to see some people. And then my thorn is going to be me doing like 80 hours coming back. And I just look like this. So. <laughs> <laughs> Rose and thorn. <laughs> You'll look great. You'll look great. Well, Abigail and Noah, we will let you go. I'm sure you have a lot of sleeping to catch up on or just time to be with one another. So go enjoy it. Thank you for being on Bachelor Happy Hour. We absolutely love you. Yeah, and we've been MIA. Glad to be back. We'll probably not be as MIA. Uh, so thanks for having us. The only other thing is, Michelle, I could definitely tell you're a teacher. You have a very soothing teacher's voice. Oh, hey, I appreciate yeah, yeah. that. Good. Oh, <laughs> that means that I might be soothing to listen to. Yeah, next question. Well, I look <laughs> forward to... <laughs> yeah, no need to raise your hand. No, we don't do hand raising here. But uh, Abigail, it's so nice to actually see your face. I know that I've spoken to you a little bit, but I miss you. We'll get together and Noah, you, getting you and Nate and, you know, getting the whole crew back together. I would love to do that. All right, you guys take care. Bye, I love bye. you both. I'll see you soon. All right, bye. Bye. All right, Michelle, that was such a fun interview with Abigail and Noah. I love them both. They're such a blast. And and they're so different, but they balance each other out so well. And so I'm glad that we were able to finally have them on Happy Hour. People have been asking since Paradise to have them on. So, you know, ask and you <laughs> shall receive, people. But Michelle, thank you for being here with me. I can't wait to keep on doing happy hour with you. It's going to be a great podcast with you. And a huge thank you to both Abigail and Noah for joining. And also to all of our Bachelor Happy Hour listeners. We couldn't be here without you. And as a reminder, we are casting for both The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. So make sure you head to bachelornation.com slash apply to nominate someone or yourself. You can also follow us at Bachelor Happy Hour on Instagram. And from there, you'll find everything you need to know to follow us on twitter and tiktok and don't forget that bachelor happy hour is available on apple podcasts amazon music or wherever you listen and you can listen to us ad free by subscribing to wondery plus in apple podcasts or the wondery app thank you everyone and we will see you on bachelor happy hour next week 
Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation features lightweight construction that provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. I've been wearing their demi bra literally every day this week. It is so comfortable and looks great underneath all different styles of clothing. It's available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44. That's 43 sizes in 22 different styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You don't put those inside of you, do you? This is a show about women. I mean, you do? Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly-veiled aspirational nightmare. It's not hosted, not narrated, we're just dropping into a woman's world. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. Looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. (laughs) Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.